Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Here we are, everyone. Hello and welcome. I am Katie Patrick, joined by David Fiorazzo. And we're going to... That's my dropping of some knowledge bombs on all of <laughs> ah. you fine people out there. And we're going to start with um, Christian teachers being not welcome. Just not welcome at all. It's what one Arizona school board member says should no longer be allowed simply because she does not like their values, David. Ugh. Yeah, I did this, uh, talked about this story on a podcast earlier this weekend. This is discrimination. Um, cat ears clad school board member. You heard that right. School board member says districts should not hire teachers from Christian uh, University. Uh, one of the things that came out in a different article was that they argued the school board, which three out of five of them are LGBTQ. I'm sure it's only an isolated case of a school board balance of more LGBTQ yes. than not yes, across the country. I'm isolated. sure it's just one, just this one in Arizona where uh, they said biblical values pose too much of a threat to LGBTQ students. Now, we're going to comment on this, but we want to set this thing up with a video. There she is, cat lady or cat, cat ear clad lady. Tamila. Is it Tamila? Tamilia. All right. I would say. Mm. Well, let's check out the video first and we'll come back and comment. When I go to Arizona Christian University's website, and I'm taking this directly from their website. Above all else, be committed to Jesus Christ, accomplishing his will and advancing his kingdom on earth as in heaven. Part of their values is influence, engage, and transform the culture with truth by promoting the biblically informed values that are foundational to Western civilization, including the centrality of family, traditional, sexual morality, and lifelong marriage between one man and one woman. I want to know how bringing people from an institution that is ingrained in their values that will very directly, one, impact three of your board members who are a part of the LGBTQ community. We have added our pronouns at the dais. Are we only performing performative solidarity or are we going to dig deep and actually look at the partnerships that we're doing okay so again they want to do well they're saying they're accusing christians of wanting to transform the culture with truth by promoting biblically informed values they're against that right so that's a but b what are they trying to do they're trying to transform the culture with lies and deception and delusion uh, by promoting their LGBTQ ideology and leftist secular progressivism to transform. Uh, you know what I mean? So who do you want to transform your, your kids or influence your kids, right? This is the decision because you've got a three to two board there, that school board. Uh, Katie, Patrick, go ahead. Help me. 
so just in listening to her <laughs> anytime you, you have comforting? yeah anytime you have someone who argues and pauses <laughs> like she did how dare you you know you're gonna get the argument of it's all about me and my feelings that's the argument that's how they all of these mm -hmm. people who promote this type of thinking yeah how they start their arguments and how they conduct themselves cat ears and all just so everyone's aware our friend here tamilia valenzuela describes herself as a bilingual disabled neurodivergent queer black latina who loves a good hot wing but only with the right ranch oh okay that's and important. things that sparkle that's important important I, instead of putting her pronouns she should have put all that information that would really help us to understand where she's coming from her perspective yes. of, of how she think sees things when she read directly as she said this is just from the actual website <laughs> and the way she talked about it yes <laughs> yes how dare that christian university right we're talking about arizona christian universities their direct website because it's a christian university yes says they're committed to jesus christ accomplishing his will and advancements on earth as in heaven that was not controversial seven seconds ago that was oh you're a christian university yeah that makes sense perfectly fine but now what she's trying to do this woman and possibly the two of the other board members i'm not sure she was speaking on behalf of them apparently she's saying that clearly anyone who ever comes out of the university you can't have them be a teacher how no those people i don't know what does she want them to be stoned because like are they allowed to be at any job no we can't teach they can't teach students because they're trying to teach truth <laughs> that's basically what she's saying the because audacity. those coming out of the university <laughs> the they're saying we want to teach truth and she's saying no we can't have those no, people because they're going to teach truth I'm, I'm sorry feelings over facts yes. emotion right so she's she's trying to make the argument that those people if they want to speak truth not allowed not allowed here that's what that's her feelings on it her feelings on it yeah um the biblical worldview is a threat if you believe in the one true living god you are a threat to the left and the promoters of cultural marxism and leftist ideologies like this that go against truth so truth is a threat mm -hmm. so if you want to teach that you're a threat if you want to influence children teach them facts and truth those are just too i don't know they're just they're not flexible enough they're what's what's the word ever-changing conforming i don't know this is this is the this is this where is we're at we're, now yeah and she said it makes me feel like i could not be safe in this school district i could not be safe the if you allow yeah. christians to the buzzwords that you. they use what what's your definition of safe that's where it comes down. You know, we talk about safe spaces. That's what I think that's what like really is where it started to eke into school. We we first started doing these whole, oh, we need safe spaces in school. And this was like testing the waters of this whole like ideology and honestly cult-like behavior by all of these individuals. We started doing these safe spaces well, think, and that started creeping in. Yeah. And then now obviously it's blown up to everything. But what's their definition of safe? We've never defined it. So we don't physically safe. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to come in punch you in the face they're not gonna assault your life they're not gonna do any of that what is your definition of safe though never ever 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 hearing a differing opinion la 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 like you know you say that as if an ex it's an exaggeration but the reality is they don't want to hear they are intolerant of yeah. 
the biblical worldview. So other opinions based on truth or American or conservative principles, things that we have been used to for over 200 years, um, not anymore. But we've got to go. Uh, still to come, a Connecticut teacher is arrested after putting several elementary students in a chokehold, causing one of them to pass out. That's next. All right, just uh, another example of actual violence, like not safe space for students. We had some violence of a teacher on students. We have a Connecticut teacher who has now resigned her position and has been placed under arrest after she allegedly performed a chokehold <laughs> on several elementary students, causing one of them to actually lose consciousness. This happened back in February where Stephanie Santabria, who's 50 years old, was working as a math coach at the Brookside Elementary School in Norwalk, Connecticut, which is about 40 miles west of New Haven. Now, during that class, uh, Santa Maria reportedly decided, I don't know how this came about, to conduct a martial arts demonstration. <laughs> She's a math coach. Math and martial yeah. arts. They it both start that, with M. There we go. M-A. M-A-E. M-A. Okay. <laughs> like, not M-M-A, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but M-A. Uh, conduct a martial arts demonstration, and she placed three students into a chokehold. So it's not like she did this one, we're gonna, okay, and then go back to math. It's like, no, okay, your turn, little Johnny. Come on. Anyway, uh, one of the students passed out, but fortunately did not suffer any permanent injury, according to a Norwalk Public Schools press release. They're trying to be like, hey, little Johnny's okay, though. <laughs> They're covering their behinds on Wasn't that one. Wasn't this captured in a video, though? Yes. Yes? Do, or do no. we really have to we watch have a, it? We have a news report okay. on it, though. Police say Stephanie Sanabria was working as a math coach when she demonstrated a martial arts chokehold on three fifth-grade students at Brookside Elementary School last Friday. One of the students lost consciousness and was treated by the school nurse. The special victims unit then began an investigation. A week later, Santa Bria was arrested in her Danbury home. Clearly, I don't think she knew what she was doing. I mean, if she did, I don't think she would have intentionally choked them out, but she did. So it just kind of goes to show you like they're they should not be putting their hands on kids whatsoever. The school district says the student did not sustain any permanent injuries. Santa Bria was charged with strangulation, risk of injury to a minor, and reckless endangerment. Well, what's interesting is that, that one response, well, she didn't intentionally choke them out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's clear in this instance, it's one of these cases where students, I bet, were able to get her distracted off of the topic of math, and they probably just started talking about martial arts. And then she was probably like, hey, I yeah, know how to background. perform. Yeah, I got the background, so let's you know do it. And so I could see how this would happen, but at the same time, the adult in the room needs to be like, I'm not actually going to perform a chokehold yeah. on an elementary student, even a fifth grader who you would argue is maybe a little bit bigger. No, like she, I, I don't know, I wasn't in the room obviously, but she probably allowed those students to convince her to do that. So anyway, so as you know, uh, she, then was arrested. They did the investigation. She was arrested, charged with that second-degree strangulation, the risk of injury to a minor, and first-degree reckless endangerment. The bond was set at $20,000, which here's what I'm comparing this to. And again, she resigned her position. She, I 
according to the story, didn't have like malicious intent. Right? Right, right, right. right. And she lost her job and she's going to, you know, arrested and $20,000 bond, all of this. We have teachers every day in the classroom doing much more mental damage, psychological damage on our children and being rewarded for it. I'm not obviously defending her choice of doing a chokehold on a student. Right. I'm trying to take a look at the big broad picture. Is everyone with me on this one? To be clear. Interesting just to think about and kind of put into perspective in a a way. Excellent Um, point. And then the wisdom from that parent, again, very interesting to think about the words that she used. She says, clearly, I don't think she knew what she was doing here. Another person in the public school system. I don't think she knew what she was doing. So anyway, she was just putting the students in a chokehold. But yeah, I I do agree that the damage, the psychological or mental and emotional damage, or perhaps even the spiritual damage is much, much, much worse and that could take kids down an awful decline in pathway uh, to destruction. That is much worse, and we are not saying, yeah, the chokehold was okay. But yeah, Katie, that was an excellent point. Well, thanks, David. Yeah. All right, well, coming up, we have another elementary teacher who is arrested in California. We're getting a trend here. Uh, Accused of repeatedly sexually abusing a child, and Mm. this is what we've been talking about now. But this obviously is no ordinary teacher who did this. We're going to talk about her claim to fame next. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Teacher of the year. Wow. Not not actually so much. Oh, okay. What's we the a, story? It's a story, though. We have a California elementary school teacher who was recently lauded for her commitment to students, teaching, and lifelong learning. And then she was just arrested because of child sex abuse charges. Oh. So there's that. Well, local news reported that Jacqueline Ma, who's a... Well, was sixth grade teacher at Lincoln Acres Elementary School now is facing three felony counts of lewd and lascivious yikes acts with a child and three felony counts of oral copulation take a look at the news report on this yikes you know when I when I read some of the the letters and words written about you it was all about your students leaving with a greater confidence definitely social emotional learning and personal confidence something that I try to push into my classroom and my students. And I I can't really say that I know exactly what the magic formula is. I'm still working on that. And as we know, it differs class to class and to student, but speaking to them like they are those responsible young adults that they are and having them instill that confidence to make correct choices or learn from their not so great choices. I think those have been at the forefront. Mm, Yes. As you can see, that was her being like, I am the amazing teacher, her interview about being an amazing teacher. And now when you take it into context of what she just did, she back then even was treating children like they're adults because she wanted potentially their 
maybe reasoning as to why she would do lewd acts. Well, more than one count. Uh, Now, she was accused of not just sexually abusing a child, but repeatedly sexually abusing a a child. And notice the first thing she said in this interview, apparently, when she was being interviewed for being the model teacher of the year. The first thing out of her mouth, social, emotional learning. S-E-L. And that's uh, a, a... a really ugly uh, bedfellow of DEI, That's, diversity, it really is. equity, and inclusion. You've mm-hmm. got social emotional learning. We've got a, you know, there's like the, this powder keg getting ready to just like blow up in the public school system. And we're just seeing little like firecrackers going off here and there. It hasn't really blown na- nationwide yet. And we're seeing parents in different pockets and different school board meetings starting to protest, starting to come back and say, wait a minute, they're resisting the SEL, the DEI, the indoctrination of their kids, the hyper radical sexual education pushed by the left. And here we are, teacher of the year, and they're going, oh, guess we should have vetted her a little bit more, a right, Katie? A little bit more, right? <laughs> now, according to District Superintendent Lee Angela Brady, Ma was arrested at ADM on school grounds. So that had to be fun for all the, the students to see. Now, the victim, who is allegedly exploited while under the age of 14 is reportedly no longer a student in that Mm. district now again superintendent said that we know that our entire school community is as stunned as we were by this news stunned stunned especially for the teacher of the year Mm -hmm. the district will cooperate with law enforcement and cannot comment any further on the pending investigation so the former teacher here ma 34 was one of five educators who was actually named to the this year 2022 2023 san diego county teachers of the year and so did, the, did she have to forfeit did the runner-up get it then or did, what? exactly did the sixth place person now get the award <laughs> <laughs> who was maybe actually teaching and not were focused on the student a little too much now dr paul gothold who's san diego county superintendent of schools said that the teachers we are celebrating here tonight this is when she was getting the award Mm -hmm. okay so put your mind back to that you're at the ceremony you're at the ceremony uh the ones we're (laughs) celebrating here tonight are innovative in what they do and passionate about the students they serve well she was passionate all right Mm -hmm. it's an honor to be recognizing these amazing educators and individuals on the San Diego County Office of Education page for the award, it stated that Ma considers the relationships she maintains with her students her greatest accomplishments. Yeah, I guess the San Diego uh, School District probably doesn't want to talk about those relationships. Uh, not anymore, right? Anymore, yeah. It's not a good thing. Now, uh, concerning the actual award that happened this late this last year, uh, Kathy Melanies, who's principal at Lincoln Acres Elementary, said, I can't imagine a more qualified and passionate educator to receive this honor. The creativity, the initiative, the collaboration, and 100% dedication Ms. Ma has for her students and the school is immeasurable. When students leave Ms. Ma's room, they are more confident students, more engaged citizens, and more thoughtful adolescents who know they are loved. Hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> That's honestly what I what I have at this point. Mm-hmm. Now, sh- San Diego County Sheriff's Department indicated that the uh, alleged pedophile, essentially here, was booked at the Las Colinas Detention and Reentry Facility on a hundred thousand dollar bond. So it's interesting. Now, at least she got booked on a, a higher bond than what we've seen for other crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that are, you know, less. So she uh, was due in court here a couple days ago. And the uh, parents and some other people had reactions to like hearing about this. There was one reaction by someone named Eileen uh Carrillo, mm -hmm. who noted the special interest that Ma had paid her younger brother, who was a former student, right? Special interest. So Eileen said, she went over the top. She would go to my brother's games in Tijuana every weekend. Yikes. She went to one of his birthday parties, everything. Honestly, I used to tell my mom, why is she always texting my brother? Why indeed? And she had contact too, but the way she was always checking in with my brother, I thought it was nice at first, like she really cares, but I've had a lot of impactful teachers that didn't have to be that close. Yeah. Again. Creepy. Hindsight is twenty twenty on this yeah. one. So sad. It's parents, sad. Yeah. Parents, be very weary, honestly, of the teacher's interest, contact with your children. Hmm. There's relationship building and trust yeah. building and then there's going way too far into what she, the land that she was going in. But still to come for us, for the first time in nearly 100 years, Americans' intelligence, their IQ, no. seems to be declining. No. Thank you, Captain Obvious. We're <laughs> gonna discuss that next. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Katie, do these glasses make me look like I have a higher IQ than I really do? When I take them off, it's like, oh, dumb oh dumb. what's going on? You're a dumb dumb pop over there. Okay. Put them back on. Put them back on. All right. So the headline is, and this is over at Campus Reform, historic decline in IQ could, could stem <laughs> from poor education study shows. And just a few bullet points kp a recent study suggests that for the first time in nearly 100 years that's a century Ooh, for those keeping I'm, score at home i'm too dumb to know that i'm and sorry. <laughs> americans average iq is declining a trend that the study's authors theorize could result maybe possibly some how uh from the quality of education. Uh, so mm -hmm. the authors write that the greatest differences in annual scores were observed for 18 to 22 year olds. Katie, your first gut reaction to yep. this Captain Obvious story and headline is? Yup. 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 On those I, words, it, no gonna, surprise, <laughs> no surprise <laughs> over here. My generation has not been able to secure the most beneficial, factual, truthful education we have been focused mostly on what's the newest tiktok trend on dei on, on DEI, sel like on crt Let, and go on down yeah the road. let's take a look at actual statistics because yeah. they say a lot look at um, these graphs look at that they're taking a look starting in 2006 hmm 2006 so i had already graduated high school but so this is not on you this, this is not on me <laughs> 
No, but starting 2006, looking at 2018 is the, the year they have here. Wow. Just the trends of your actual, like the IQ scores going down. It, and it's not just, well, that's because they haven't gone to college that they're not smart. Oh, nope. Hey, it's they, across the board overall. They can't, they can't blame this on the pandemic either. No, exactly. <laughs> Look, this is the thing. This, so you take a look at that. I mean, it it, it is a downward trend everyone if you don't even know how to read graphs at all you just see a bunch of lines just look at the lines and you see the overall trend Mm -hmm. going down overall trending 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 down down. now let it also let's remind you guys so this is in the last 100 years they're saying over yeah over the course of this you know for the first time in nearly 100 years Mm -hmm. the iq is declining and And, so they're comparing this they're taking a look at uh, professors from Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, and the University of Oregon and Eugene explain that the Flynn effect. They're talking about um, basically philosopher. This this like trend, whatever, was first observed by a philosopher who was named James Flynn. So they're talking about the Flynn effect. Mm-hmm. So starting in 1932, average IQ scores increased roughly three to five points per decade. So like back then in the 20th century, so long ago, David, so long ago, <laughs> they actually noticed like that younger generations would actually be smarter, have higher IQs than the older generations, that they were actually gaining ground, three to five points per decade they were gaining. Like, hey, look at us go, look at us go, we're getting smarter, go us. More education, more, you know, just every, you know, more more people in school, more, overall, we're creating better humans. You know the whole phrase of like, you want your children to be better off than you were, that kind of a thing? Not anymore (laughs) is what we're having. That's what was going for a while. But uh, we have a reverse Flynn effect is what they're saying now. So from 2006, as you saw, to 2018, the age groups measured generally, uh, the age groups that were measured generally saw the declines in the IQ test used by the study, which is the International Cognitive Ability Resource. That's why it says ICAR at the top, the okay. ICAR scores. So it's, it's showing just a downward trend. We, we're not smarty pants anymore. We're not even smarty shorts. We're just getting... And it's not, it's not even a gender thing, in, of which there are only two, David, male or female. It's across the board. But as you can see, women actually are whoom, even steeper slope. Well, also, can I ask you, how, how much money has been poured into the education system year after year? Katie Patrick has the money going to the teachers' unions through the Democrat Party and through other ways and leftists, whatever. Has it increased or decreased year by year? Well, I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm not smart enough to answer that question. It, it has increased. Oh, it has increased. Yes, oh, okay. so more money is going in, but so, less yes. results. So as, as we keep saying, or at the teachers union keeps saying, we need more money, we yeah. need more money, we need more money. And it's not working Pre-pandemic, yet. post-pandemic, we need more money. There have been no good results Ugh. from more money. More money does not mean smarter. Or better, better education. Edu- educated citizens. It just means you're spending more money. Yeah. <laughs> that is what, in your results, just up IQ now going down. And the money goes to other things because uh-huh. the NEA is a political organization. All right. All right. Well, we could go on and on and yes. on and on, but we're too dumb, dumb to keep going. Stop, so we'll stop it. We'll stop here. All right. Well, make sure you are hitting that like button if you're watching us on social media. And hey, send us your feedback. What are your thoughts? We'd like to hear them. For David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. 
Makeup and Hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.